It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Road to World Baseball Show. My name is DJ Short and with me here once again is Eric Samolski. Coming off our winter meetings recap show today, this this is what we in the biz call an emergency pod. I don't know if people in the biz actually say that, but I'm, I'm going to say it. And there's good reason for that. Uh, as Shohei Otani, after much Intrigue and Mystery has agreed to a record-breaking 10-year, $700 million contract with the Dodgers. So we'll take a few minutes here to give our reactions and discuss the ramifications both for real life and fantasy leagues. Eric, first, you know, quick gut reaction uh, from the top here when you heard the deal. Um, why is it always the Dodgers? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think we, you know, we talked about it on our last podcast that like this was the expectation from the start and then the blue jays worked their way in maybe uh not as much as was reported and it was a little bit of uh some showmanship um you know i tweeted hug a blue jays fan um yeah and it was rough they they were used to get the dodgers price tag up um yeah so yeah it felt like this was probably the way it was gonna go um and yeah, I mean, there's no excuses for the Dodgers now. I mean, you this the top four of this lineup is pretty pretty good, and uh, awesome. there's really no way to get around the, what they need to accomplish with them. Right. I, I tweeted something out earlier today um, from DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. The Dodgers are now the World Series favorites at plus five fifty. Uh, I don't know if they've quite earned that yet. <laughs> sure. To be honest with you. Um, We'll get into that in a little bit, but the other favorites, Braves plus 700, Yankees plus 900 after acquiring uh, Juan Soto. They still have work to do to earn that too. Mm -hmm. Astros at plus 1,000, Rangers also plus 1,000 defending World Series champions, Phillies at plus 1,100, Blue Jays at plus 1,400. We'll we'll get into a little bit later what they do uh, from this point forward, but like you said, the Blue Jays worked themselves in in the mix here and I think surprised a lot of people, but they... They were legitimately in it. Otani visited the Blue Jays facility in uh, Dunedin, Florida. So they they were right there. They were a legitimate contender. Of course, there was, it turned out to be false, but, you know, there was a supposed flight that Otani was on, a private jet, and then 
that the guy from Shark Tank was on there. Uh, I mean, that day will will live in infamy on on Twitter or X and still shows you that X can be pretty darn fun uh, when it's firing on all cylinders for sure. Um, The the Tyler O'Neill day was what that day will be known as. That's what it turned out to be. Yes, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) So Otani's deal is now the richest in all of professional sports. not only beating up Mike Trout's uh, previous major league record, which was 426.5 million, and now Otani 700. Of course, Trout is former teammate. We'll get in the Angels in a little bit too. Beating out Patrick Mahomes' contract with Chiefs, which is 503 million, but also uh, prominent soccer players, Messi, Ronaldo. Um, so yeah, Otani is the highest pay- paid athlete uh, in the world, at least in total value here. Now, a lot of this contract with the Dodgers, or at least the expectation, is that it will be deferred. Mm-hmm. And it kind of has to be for luxury tax purposes for the Dodgers to compete moving forward and out of their roster without um, you know, the luxury tax implications playing a part. And that's important for where the Dodgers see themselves now. I think the lineup is in pretty good shape at this point. I think it's safe to say, even with a lot of complementary pieces as you get down in the order, Gavin Lux will be back, which is a big help. But this rotation for the Dodgers, I kind of alluded to this a minute ago. There, there's work to do with this yeah. rotation. Bobby Miller, you know, we have big expectations for. He's locked in. Walker Bueller coming back from Tommy John surgery. He's presumably locked in, although probably on an innings limit in, in 2024, you would think. Yeah. But beyond you, that, yeah. beyond that, it's pretty iffy. Emmett Sheehan, Ryan Pepio. Sure. Not much beyond that at this point. No, and I think it was good for Bueller that he was reportedly would have returned at the end of last year if it wasn't a playoff situation. I mean, he he was healthy enough to throw games, but they didn't. The minor league season had ended. They collectively decided that bringing him back to pitch in the playoff situation was not ideal. Um, but that speaks to his health in a way that suggests that while they're probably going to be cautious of his innings, there's an expectation that it's not you know, we're not looking at like 90 to 100. We might be looking yeah. at like 130, 140, depending on how he's yeah. feeling, which is, is is something significantly better. Um, yeah, and then obviously Otani is not figuring into that um, for this upcoming year, but right. the money suggests that he is figuring into that in their future. Um, I know a lot of people have joked about it being a lot of money to pay for a closer um, I, I don't think that we're down that road yet. I know he's had two Tommy Johns. Um, there are pitchers who have come back from that before. Um, he may not pitch at the caliber that he was pitching at before, but if he pitches, if he's a good third starter for the Dodgers and hits the way he hits, he's still right. valuable for them. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, you're. I would just, you know, we're not going to uh, go into all the details of the money with people. Um there are lots of good articles out there breaking down the contract. I would encourage people if they're interested to to read those articles. You know, Jeff Passan has tweeted his out and whatever. Um, but this this is a contract that will probably, by all reports, be somewhere around forty million per year for the first few years. So that seventy million dollar a year figure is not really accurate when you're breaking right. down the present day value. Um, and they're going to backload that because you know. The Dodgers believe inflation is going to change change contracts and all of that stuff. Um, But if you're looking at Otani as like a forty three million dollar a year player, 
that's not that crazy, right? No, that, that lines up a little bit more with you know every other really uh, like star player in in baseball, right? And if he wants to win a World Series, like he should be willing to defer some of that money to sure. you know get get some talent around him. And we'll see what the Dodgers do from here. They're the free agent market. It's not lacking in impact arms, but also there's trade candidates. Tyler Glasnow, Dylan mm-hmm. Cease, uh, Corbin Burns, free agency. Of course, there's still uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Lucas Giolito, Marcus Stroman. Um, another offseason or another overseas potential addition with Shota Imanaga uh, coming over to the United States potentially. So there's lots of options out there. I do wonder with the Dodgers and Yamamoto because there's been a lot of speculation over the past week and of course given his age that he's only 25 uh yamamoto i'm talking about that he could get 10 years and 300 million Mm -hmm. will the dodgers be willing to go there with him now after spending on otani they apparently are um if you just look at numbers you think how how is that possible um how is it possible to sign otani and then sign somebody else who's going to make 300 million dollars um you know, if that contract again is spread out over 10 years and they, you know, finagle the, you know, the way that it breaks up in the years and then maybe he's making $26 million a year early on instead of, you know, $30 million a year or whatever it is, there's probably a way that somebody smarter with finances than me can explain, can explain to you how it's going to (laughs) happen. Um, I have been hearing, and it's maybe our East coast bias, but I have been hearing that the Mets and the Yankees appear to be the front runners for Yamamoto. Um, you know, we talked last podcast about what Steve Cohen's trying to do. The Yankees are meeting with him on Monday. They're meeting with him with Hideki Matsui, Masahiro Tanaka, um, you know, trying to kind of like sell the idea of the history of, you know, Japanese stars and the, and the Yankees. Um, and then apparently the Red Sox are still in the mix. Um, you know, um, Yoshida and um, Yamamoto were teammates in Japan, so there's yeah. there's that angle as well. Um, yeah. It does feel though like the Red Sox are a team recently that are not going to pay three hundred plus million dollars um, on the free agent market. So who so who knows? So we'll get into more uh, fantasy stuff on Otani here in a second. Before we do this holiday season, get the fantasy fan in your life the exclusive Roto World Draft Guide bundle. Featuring expert analytics, player insights, and season-long tools. Get all three of the draft guides for one low price. Go to NBCSports.com slash holiday bundle and use code HOLIDAY23. Again, it's HOLIDAY23 at checkout to receive 25% off and a $10 Fanatics gift card. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, great gift, especially since we're working on our Rotorol Baseball Draft Guide right now. And Otani and Soto coming off the board in recent days makes it a lot easier. Uh, yes, <laughs> to provide we... you with, with the accurate information you need. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's exciting. It's exciting. And and hopefully, you know, with Otani coming off the board here, it's not official yet, but, you know, he still has to take mm-hmm. a physical. And that's no small thing. Sure. That. Um, we will see a lot more signings happen in the coming days so let's talk about otani in 2024 from a fantasy perspective now important to say 2024 because he will just be a hitter as Mm -hmm. of course he rehabs from that surgery to to repair the ucl in his elbow i think this moves otani up a little bit as a hitter kind of like we were talking about soto the other day I, i think you'll love the you know the top third top half of that dodgers lineup Dodger Stadium is not like a great offensive venue, but it's not terrible either. Um, so I don't think it moves them around a ton. Counting stats should be there. We're never like Otani. You're not drafting him for his batting average, but you're going to mm-hmm. get the power numbers. You're going to get some speed. You're going to get, in this case, in that top half of the Dodgers lineup, you know, help from the supporting cast in terms of run scored and RBI potential. Matthew Poliat wrote, um, his instant reaction and put it on rotoworld.com on Saturday night. Check it out um, if you can. He said that he thinks Otani will go in the 10 to 15 range in, in mixed league drafts. Sound about right to you? It does to me. Curious what you Yeah, think. it does. It, it's my concerns with Otani exist still, regardless of him playing with the Dodgers. I think the the biggest one for me is I don't think it's a stretch to say. He's not stealing 20 bases coming off Tommy John surgery, right? Like, why do you want your prize asset who's recovering from a major arm injury, stealing and sliding headfirst mm. into second more often than is necessary? You're just opening up the possibility of unnecessary injuries. And then right. you double that with now, is he hitting in front of Freddie Freeman and Will Smith? Because now, if and you know that's roster resource currently has him hitting second. We'll see when the Dodgers start doing their lineups. So if you're doing that again, why do you are you running him at that rate? So if Otani yeah. goes down to like a ten stolen base hitter instead of a twenty stolen base hitter, well that impacts fantasy value um, a right. little bit, not a not a lot. But you're, again, you're talking about the difference between picking somebody ten and picking somebody fifteen. Those those little differences make a, a difference when you're picking nits for like the top tier guys. 
Um, yeah. Otani scored 102 runs last year. He's probably going to score more hitting if he hits second in the Dodgers lineup. But how many more can you realistically project for somebody who already had 102 runs, right? Yeah. He had 95 RBIs. If he's hitting second with the Dodgers, again, how many more RBIs can you realistically project for somebody hitting second in the batting order coming from hitting fourth in the batting order? So maybe he gets 100, 105. So you're, you're all still right in the same range of, of everything. Uh, and then, listen, the Dodgers home park is slightly worse for left-handed power than the Angels park is. You're talking yeah. like minuscule numbers, but like, you know, it's not like Soto going to Yankee Stadium. You're like, oh, this could unlock another level. So I think you're kind of getting the same Otani season you got last year with maybe a touch more counting stats, but fewer steals. Yeah. Um, and at a util only spot. Sure. Um, so I think that's, I still think it's tough to take him, you know, super early ahead of, of all these other guys. Yeah. I mean, he's going to fall in the same range as Juan Soto and Bryce Harper. Uh, mm -hmm which is interesting. Harper, of course, now will be first base only, which I actually think makes him more interesting to me personally. Um, but what's interesting about all of these guys, um, Soto, Otani, Harper, it's like you're going to get kind of similar-ish profiles in that you're getting the power, you're getting the RBIs, you're getting a little bit of speed. Like I don't see a ton of separation between those guys. I think it's just a matter of obviously how the draft falls and how the board falls. But if you had your preference of those three, which one would you take? Um, at this point, I might lean Harper. Yeah. Um, I wish he was outfield eligible because we talked about in the last um, podcast that I do think outfield thins out. Um, yeah. So that kind of has me thinking like maybe Soto's making it closer than it would be normally because getting that like rock solid outfield one guy I think is is super valuable um yeah. but I think Harper is uh is a great bet and like do you cross your fingers and say just give me 10 games in the outfield right I mean he's gonna be recovered like just give me 10 just give me 10 games where they're like oh we'll throw him out there um yeah. the one thing I was thinking with Shohei is like next year Jordan Alvarez has outfield eligibility Right. Jordan Alvarez was always the, oh, he's a util only, you know, bat. And he has health concerns that are maybe more prominent than Otani because his are in his legs and, you know, his knees and they prevent him from playing a lot of games. But like, if you look at it from a pure hitter standpoint, talent wise, Jordan Alvarez and Shohei Otani are both premier power hitters who have the ability to hit 40 plus home runs, drive in 110 plus you know, RBIs, Otani currently right now, the way rosters stand has a better team context, will steal some bases and probably score more runs. So he's probably more valuable. But lineup construction wise, you being able to put Jordan Alvarez in the outfield makes him more valuable. So I'm not saying you're taking, uh, you know, Alvarez over Otani, but I'm saying like for me, that that range is maybe a little closer than like Bryce Harper Otani. I think I, right. I'm more inclined to say definitely Harper, whereas, you know, I think Otani drops a little bit in the range where like, I don't know where Jordan Alvarez is going right now, 
but I think like he's kind of in that same range, maybe 15 a to 20 bit. kind of feels like where he yeah. usually goes. Right. Right. And with the kind of environment that major league baseball is now with stolen bases, like if you want to, you know, I wouldn't say reach for Alvarez, but if you want that kind of, obviously you're not going to get the speed, but he can hit for average too. Right. Um, you can get the speed later, especially if it's like with Soto and Harper and Otani, they're not stealing 30 bases. You know, they're going to steal 10 to 20 probably. Right. Um, I, you and, can easily get that later. Yeah. And I think if you think Otani's stealing 20 plus bases again, then sure that that isn't as close. If you think Otani, like I do, goes down closer to like 10, then that 10 stolen base gap is a, a little bit easier to make up. And I just looked right now that from on NFBC from drafts over the last month, so from November 10th to December 10th, it's 57 drafts. Um, Otani was going 15th, Harper's going 16th, Alvarez is going 17th. Love it. And so actually, and Soto's going 14th. So those four guys are all right in a row. So it really is a choice that you're that you're gonna make. Um, and position, I really do think factors into that a decent amount if you're on formats like like NFBC. I agree. I agree. So we'll talk about Blue Jays and Angels here in a second, where they go from here. But first, this coming Sunday is an AFC showdown with playoff implications when Lamar Jackson and the Ravens travel to Jacksonville for a date with the Jaguars. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on NBC and Peacock. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America located in Washington, D.C. provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We're actually recording this on a football Sunday right now. I've had to close out my my fantasy uh, game tracker. I'm just trying to focus on on baseball and my job. But as soon as we're done here, I'm turning it right back on like a, like the sicko that I am. Um, all right, so <laughs> let's just talk to, about... to watch the Texans Jets like a sicko. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's the only game that I had offered right now. And I'm like, I guess <laughs> I'll put this on. I was like, this is not this is painful. But today. You know, uh, you know the Jets actually look like a competent offense. Very sure, strange. Jets fans probably feel better today than Blue Jays fans do. I mean, that's definitely true. Which is, yeah, yeah very, very rare. So <laughs> appreciate it, Jets fans. But 
Yeah, I mean, you got to feel for Blue Jays fans right now. Um, you know, at Friday afternoon, they were high on the horse. You know, mm-hmm. they were very excited, and rightfully so with everything that was happening. But I, I feel like anything they do from here is a letdown. You know, yeah. um, there's nothing comparable out there. We know that the Blue Jays, well, obviously Matt Chapman's in free agency. Mm-hmm. Kevin Kiermeyer is too. They need a lefty bat. There's not a ton of lefty bats out there in free agency. The most prominent one is Cody Bellinger. Right. That And that's the dot that everybody is connecting, right? Yeah. Is, okay, you swung and missed on the biggest free agent hitter, so now you turn your attention to the second biggest. If you were willing to pay whatever for Otani, you should be willing to pay something markedly less uh, for Bellinger. Um, and, you know, there there is space right there is a spot for him um you know there if you look currently on roster resource uh nathan lukes is set to start in left field for the blue jays um with dalton varsho in center uh that's not going to happen like they're going to find somebody else by opening day bellinger makes sense as as a fallback um he had a really good year we understand the you know the caliber of, of player that he is we understand you know the injuries that he kind of battled through um for i guess two and a little bit seasons if you're counting that right. that 2020 season which really 2020 wasn't terrible it gets lumped in because his batting average was 239 but like yeah. the the walk rate the strikeout rate all that kind of stuff was kind of in line and you feel like that may have gravitated back to a normal season so yeah. two bad years for bellinger <laughs> still just coming off his age 27 season um you know 2020 guy 3020 guy potentially in a in a good park um career 260 hitter uh, and that's including the two terrible seasons yeah um so i think there's every reason to believe that last year was him getting reverting back to form not like yeah, I a, think the, not a fluke the risk is the underlying metrics to his production last year were like it didn't match up exactly mm-hmm. um the average exit velocity like depends on how much stock you want to put in that but it wasn't it was very pedestrian yes we'll put it that way so in addition to kind of the erratic career that he's had the injuries um when you have results that don't match up with the metrics like there's another piece of risk in there but Mm -hmm. i mean nobody's shohei otani that's that's the thing like (laughs) um so you know it's show it's otani and then large gap Cody Ballinger. Now, yes, he's the number one option. There's also Jung-Hoo Lee, a left-handed hitter, mm-hmm. coming over from the KBO. He could be interesting. Jock Peterson, not super exciting, but productive productive left-handed bat. Um, could be DH most likely, replacing like a Brandon Belt, but could also play the outfield if he, ha- if he has to. Like, I think they make sense out in free agency. On Friday, there was a report that the Twins are shopping Jorge Polanco, switch, a switch hitter. I think he can make some sense there yeah. for the Blue Jays, too. So there's, you know, Joey Votto's out there, too. I don't think anyone would complain about Joey Votto, you know, signing with the, the Blue Jays um, in his home country of, of Canada. Like, that could be fun. Is he going yeah. to be, you know, the the needle mover for the offense? Not, not really. No, but-, but the Blue Jays are one of the only teams that employ two catchers in their lineup every day because they DH one of them. Um, yeah. And that's no knock on Danny Jansen. Like, he's a very good hitter. But, yeah. you know, 
getting somebody like Joey Votto to be a bench bat <clears throat> DH um, is not a, you know, is not a huge downgrade. Um, in fact, it depending on the quality of per- performance you get from Votto could be an upgrade. Um, the Jung-Hoo Lee signing it would be, you know, he is a, a, a strong defender. Um, and that was kind of what they leaned towards last year when they, you know, put yep. Kevin Kiermeyer in the outfield. Right. Um, there's a, you know, other guys that are out there. Like there's a potential reunion with Teoscar Hernandez. Right. Um, there's uh, Jorge Soler. If you're just looking for like a DH option, he's not somebody who's going to play in the outfield. Um, you know, if you really swing and miss on on some guys, there's like you know guys like Eddie Rosario. Um, if you want defense in the outfield, you know Michael A. Taylor, Harrison Bader. These are not like oh my god, I can't believe they got those guys. That's kind of where we go after Cody Bellinger, though. Yeah, like after true. Cody it's Bellinger, it it is probably Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel, right? Like like guys that the Blue Jays had and got sure. rid of, and they could go back <laughs> to that route if they wanted. But they seemed like they wanted to add defense in the outfield, um, and so then you got to add, then you got to add like your Solaire at DH if you're going to put somebody like Lee or Bader or Michael A. Taylor in the outfield that lineup needs power that lineup needs pop and it's crazy to say because we know that vlad is in there and we know that bo bichette is in there but and but like that's kind of it right like george springer is gonna be 35 is on the downside we know what we're getting solid player but nothing's popping off the page there kevin biggio didn't really develop like he's He's a fine at throw in, add in. Dalton Varsho took a huge step back last oh, yeah. year, offensively speaking. Like you're he's not really a, you can't count on him as a difference maker. Offensively, Alejandro Kirk has not evolved into a difference maker. So th- there's a lot of holes in that lineup. Um, and yeah. if they want to compete with the Rays and with the Yankees, and depending on what the Red Sox do, I mean, I do think adding Tyler O'Neill was a good piece for them, but doesn't okay. separate them from the Blue Jays. But if any team wants to compete in that division, oh, the or sorry, the Orioles who won. The oh division, yeah, those guys, right? Yeah. Those guys. So you you just you have to make big moves, and I know the Blue Jays tried, but you know they can't fold up shop now. So the Angels, what we knew it was very unlikely Otani would return to the Angels. So now that it's here, I feel like the Angels are at a crossroads as a, as a franchise. Mm-hmm. Now it did come out this week, like. The Angels are not trading Mike Trout. They should. They should. They should. They should. But I feel and like it's one of those things that it will only happen if, if Mike Trout it. goes to them and says, yes. I want to be traded. Right? And and they should. When I say they should, I don't just mean because they're a team that's not really going anywhere right now and they can get value from Mike Trout. I mean, they should because that dude deserves to be on a playoff baseball does, team. Yeah. Um, he's going to be 33 next year. He's battled tons of injury issues. Like we don't really know how many more seasons of Mike Trout we're going to get. We thought that when he had that heart issue come up a couple of years ago, that we might have been done seeing Mike Trout play baseball. Um, I just like, that's what everybody's like. Oh, Otani is probably going to play playoff baseball now. And that's great. Well, I want to see Mike Trout play playoff baseball for a, a good team. He deserves it. Baseball fans deserve it. He strikes me as a loyal enough dude that he's not going to go and broach the subject with them about it. But I, I would hope that the organization and the player are having open conversations. I think they owe it to him if they go into this season with a team that's not a clear contender to say, look, 
here's realistically where we need to recalibrate and look two, three years down the road. You know, you're 33 years old. Do you want to be here for those three years or would you like us to see what we can do? Um, Because it would be great to see him somewhere else. I totally agree. I I just, obviously, you know, the angels could go out and sign one or two pitchers to, you know, replace Otani in their rotation. They they could do that. There's arms out there. They can sign. Um, But is it really going to matter? Like, I, I just, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like just makes sense as an organization Mm -hmm. to spend that money on a team that just looks very flawed. Um, You know, Anthony Rendon, they're locked into that contract. It's like the outfield, like Joe Adele, like, is it ever going to happen for him? Is Mickey Moniak like for real? Like, like there is some good young talent on, on this team. Uh, So I do find them somewhat intriguing, but I feel like the angels would be better. And that's not often. I'm like, I want to see a team tank or whatever, but I feel like they would be better off, you know, going into a multiple year rebuild and, and like you said, doing trout a favor, sending him to a team where he's well positioned to have the playoff run that we all think he should have. Their lineup is split almost directly down the middle with intriguing guys, 25 years old and under and, old dudes yep injury injury plagued old dudes um i mean mike trout taylor ward isn't old i mean he's older for baseball terms because he'll be 31 next year but he's not old but mike trout taylor ward anthony rendon brandon drury are all going to be 31 or older um with the exception of brandon drury they've all battled you know some injuries and then Luis Renjifo kind of straddles that middle as a 27-year-old who's like not a prospect, but you know, just kind of a solid player. But then you've got like Logan O'Hoppy, Zach Neto, Nolan Shanuel. Um, you know, you mentioned Mickey Moniak, Joe Adele, Trey Cabbage is 26 years old, went 30-30 last year in triple A. Like these are guys where I would just be like, why don't we just see what the young hitters can do and see if yeah. we can make a young you know, a, a, a team of exciting young offensive players or just see if there are any that are out there on the, that are worth rebuilding around. Because if yeah. you look at the Angels' top prospects, it's almost all like outfielders and pitchers who are in high A or lower. Mm-hmm. Like this is a team, and, and some of them are really interesting prospects by all accounts from what I've read about them. But, like, they're not coming up for three years. Well, given the Angels' pension for just sure, up. yes. <laughs> I just mean, you've got you've got 20-year-olds in, in high A. Yeah. Right? I know. Yeah, maybe they'll right. come up in a year or two. But I, I just mean, like... Right. Help isn't time- coming through that door. Yes. Your timeline is three years down the road. Yeah. And just lean into it. I mean, that's you just have to lean into it. Otani was the only reason that they should have been trying to go all in still on the yeah. current roster and that is now gone right yeah so we'll see i i mean i think trout will begin the year on the angels roster i'd be shocked if he didn't but i could see one of those things like as the season moves along and you know the angels turn out to be horrible which i think is a pretty decent chance that will be mm-hmm. the the case that the conversation is had and we'll see which teams are contenders and if he feels like there's one that's a good fit like i could see it happening come trade deadline this year um, 
So we'll see. Something to keep an eye on. Sorry, Angels fans. Uh, (laughs) I don't mean to kick you while you're down, but I feel like a lot of Angels fans might agree with that, too. Like, they need to just, like, pick a lane and, like, go for it. So we shall see. Yeah. It's literally, I mean, it it is staring them in the face, right? Right. Like, their their lineup is split down the middle. Their rotation is kind of split down the middle, too. You think about it that way in terms of, like, prospects and and older guys i mean you've got guys like you know tyler anderson and i guess griffin canning is is still 27 even though he's battled tons of injuries but like you've got like chase silseth reed detmers are those the guys you're going with you're leaning into yeah yeah uh so i think that'll do it for our emergency pod um i don't know the next time we'll talk to you guys i said that the other day and then two days later we're back but uh, if Yamamoto signs, I feel midweek like probably, Yamamoto, it's gonna we might have to do another emergency pod. So you probably haven't uh, heard the last of us yet on the Road to World Baseball show. Uh, we have our new name. So remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So you can actually find all your favorite NBC sports shows on Amazon Music. Just head to Amazon.com slash NBC Sports. Also follow us on Twitter or X if you don't already. Eric is at Samsky NYC. I'm at DJ Short. Take care, everyone. We will see you next time. Enjoy the hot stove. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.